Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are still listening to Behind the Steel Curtain. I'm Michael Beck, joined with Jeffrey Benedict and Hawk and Lockdown from Tennessee Titans Weekly. Having a lot of fun so far. Um, We talked a lot of offense in in the first half. Uh, I kind of want to talk about the Steelers receivers as kind of the last group we haven't touched on before we kind of move on to that that, uh, other side of the ball. Um, I'll start start with uh, Hawk on this one. The Steelers, I, I know we mentioned Deontay Johnson uh, before we went into our uh, our quick break there, but all these other receivers that the Steelers kind of have, they kind of have that like core four and their big tight ends. Is there one name on this on paper that kind of uh, makes you a little nervous in this game? Well, we all know about Juju, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do know about the guy. Um, he's done a heck of a job in his career so far, in his young career. Uh, he's definitely a wide receiver one. That's why he's out there. He's making plays. Uh, he had a great game last week. I've seen him do the gritty dance when he scored a touchdown. You know, you never know what type of dance Juju is going to do when he scores a touchdown, right? <laughs> it's kind of like a wait and see, right? So yep. we know about Juju, okay? And so we have to do a really good job in covering him. But the guy that I'm concerned about of the receivers, you know, looking at this game is James Washington. Um, you know, he has a lot of speed. He's a he's a strong receiver too. You know, catches a lot, catches a lot of passes on the inside and breaks a lot of tackles. Um, you know, a lot of times we put a lot of focus on that one receiver and then leave the other one on an island. Now, you know, our corners uh, right now have struggled. Um, last year, that was a strength of our team was our DBs mm-hmm. and Kevin Byard, the All Pro. If those that don't know about Kevin Byard, the way he's playing right now, he's the probably the best safety in the league. Uh, top top three definitely. Right, seventeen interceptions, 19, seventeen interceptions in a four-year career, right? So he struggled. 
Uh, Adore Jackson's out, who was Juju's former teammate at USC. He's out. Um, so you look at Malcolm Butler, you know, the Super Bowl champion who had the interception against the Seahawks. He has struggled mightily. And now we do have the rookie Christian Fulton. And so we have a lot of DBs that we can throw out there, but they're struggling. And so I think we'll do a decent job against Juju, but we got to be careful of James Washington. He actually is my concern more than Juju for this particular game. Interesting. Now, uh, Jaga, I'm uh, curious your thoughts on uh, on the Steelers receivers as well. So, of course, like you said, we got Juju, we got James, got Dante. I'm more concerned of Chase. And the reason why I say this, we had a rookie – and um, um, Jefferson that went off last week, literally. Yeah. I mean, he had a career game, yes. literally. I mean, one of the best rookie showings in, a, in, in in decades, literally. And I'm like, okay, is that young Randy Moss out there? Right. The problem with the Titans <laughs> is we let – we put our attention on Juju. We have James. Who's going to guard Chase, right? That leaves Chase – right there in that slot position on you move them to the outside. Literally, we've been struggling. And I mean, literally last week, Butler was getting exposed by Jefferson every other play. And you literally like, hey, move them over. So for me, it's Chase. I mean, even though he has six receptions, yes, with us and rookies, no, it, it just never pans out. And this could be a career game for Chase, literally how <laughs> I think he's struggling. Because right. you just don't trust them. I mean, right now we have Chris Jackson, who's our rookie. I think he was a seven-round pick who was out. Um, yep. you, like you said, you have Jackson who is out, um, and yeah. Butler's struggling. And, and if you've ever played DB, DB, you know it's a communication issue. It's communication. If you communicate, hey, I'm cover three, you know, hey, I got deep thirds, you got the cover two, we were here, we man down here, we're going to communicate. Last week what I saw was miscommunications everywhere. So if we can't get our communication issue together, yes, like I said, we got James, we got Juju. What about Chase? What do we have? So for me, it'll be Chase. I just – it's something about these rookie receivers that they tend to get career games. They have career days. And I just don't know why. <laughs> that, that is something to look for. I, I know Jeffrey and myself are, are a bit of uh, Chase Claypool homers. Um, I, I, myself being from the great white north of Canada as well, I actually, I actually do know Chase. So uh, watching okay. him do what he's done so far has been pretty incredible. But, uh, Jeffrey, I ask you, three games in, uh, didn't have kind of the, the targets that he did uh, in week two, but still came down with that clutch uh, kind of game-sealing uh, reception right at the end there. Uh, what have you seen out of his development three three weeks in the year? I think they're just – they're finding ways to use him to his strengths. Obviously, he got put in against Houston. Uh, he ended up playing the most snaps of any wide receiver in that game after Deontay Johnson went down. But they're mostly using him to his strengths. They're having him run deeper routes. They're moving guys, uh, letting James Washington and, and Juju work underneath him. And he drew, he had the quick catch on the sideline and run for 24 yards, but he also drew that big pass interference call on fourth down uh, on our big uh, field goal drive to start the second half. He's made he's making plays. Uh I, I can I can see it I can see it being a big game for him because like they were saying Titans don't have depth right now at wide at, at cornerback their defensive backs are they're getting pretty taxed out there yep and uh, we could see someone go off uh, if they're playing a lot of man you could see that be James Washington sure. simply because he is so so hard to match up with one on one and uh, with his strength and his his combat catching ability uh, and if and they got somebody out there who can't handle Juju it's Ben will hit him. Ben will hit him all day. 
Yeah. Now let's uh, let's transition here to the defensive side of the ball, and there's some great uh, pass rushers, some some outside defenders in this game. I kind of want to start on the on the Tennessee side, Jadevian Clowney, kind of that that big time signing right at the end of that that kind of weird off season type period. Um, maybe I'll pose this talk first. What has Clowney kind of done to this defense? How has he kind of changed this unit, and uh, what has he brought to this team so far? Well, if you look at stats, you'd probably think he has underperformed because he has zero sacks right now, right? And we're paying him a pretty penny to be here. But what Jadavion Clowney does, he brings a presence. He brings double teams, right? Because they don't want him to go wild. And Clowney's not ha- has never really been a sack guy. That's what yep. is is really not understood. He's a run stopper. That's what he is. He's dang near a defensive tackle more than a DN. But, um, you know, right now his performance has been shaky. I, I can't say I've walked away like, oh, Clowney's just doing great. I just like the fact that he's been bringing in the presence. Teams have been double teaming him, which has allowed Jeffrey Simmons to go off. Uh, and, and Jeffrey Simmons, man to man, is is unstoppable. Uh, you know, the offensive line of Pittsburgh, they better be ready, I'm telling you. But uh, Jadavion Clowney has had an uneven performance so far. This and I told Jacques this. This is one game where I think Clowney could be an impact in the sack game because what this the NFL now is more like arena football. That was a hut foom. That was a hut foom. So it's hard to get sacks. I think the leading sacks like Alden Smith at four sacks. So you it's hard to get sacks right now. It really is because the ball goes out so quick. But Roethlisberger does his progressions. He takes his four to six step drop and he looks and takes his time to throw the football. So this could be a game where Clowney could make the difference. Kirk Cousins threw the ball quick. Gardner Minshew, and so did Drew Locke. Downside hook, boom, balls out. Roethlisberger, who's 10 times better than him, takes his time. So, you know, we'll see. I, I hope Clowney does well. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. Now, Jock, I'll pose it to you a little more broad. What do you think of this entire Titans defensive line and how have they kind of done in uh, 2020 so far? So, and a lot of people don't realize what we have on our defensive line. We have Harold Landry who had uh, eight sacks or nine sacks last year. Um, we have Vic Beasley, who had eight sacks last year. Um, of course, you have Clowney, who had three. And I think you had Jeff, who had, like, I think two or three last year. Now, the thing is, they haven't all been on the field at the same time. We actually got a peek and a glimpse at it last week when that last drive when Minnesota was trying to drive down the field to get that field goal. They actually all four were on the field at the same time, and they were able to bring pressure. When it's just one or two of them on the field, you really don't see it. You're like, okay, hey, yeah, Clowney's over here guarding double teams. Harold Landry's not a, a every-down pressure guy. He'll get you maybe one a sack every other quarter maybe, or he'll get you a pressure every other quarter. But he's had an interception this year. So the defensive line has gotten pressure, but we just can't get to the quarterback. I would like to see some adjustments to where we can get all four of them on the field at the same time. And we might have to do that with Kalama Correa out uh, on the COVID list and, and Daquan Jones is out. So literally, we might have to scheme up to where, hey, big um, Clowney, we have you on the right, Harold, you on the left, Vic, you're right here in, 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 the, in, the, in the scene. So we're good. Let's go. So uh, right now, we really haven't seen the actual, the flower blossom yet. If, if I could say it like that, we haven't seen it really just un, unravel. And of course, if we would have had a preseason, maybe we could have seen, hey, more preparation, more time. But right now we're getting there. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. And this could be a game where we have no choice. Literally, we have to put all four of them on the same and field at the same time to get pressure on Ben. So just look for that. that actually might actually happen. And if it does, 
then it won't be as easy as Steelers fans think it would be. Because like Hawk has been saying, Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons is right now is an all-pro. He will make the Pro Bowl literally this year. And if not this year, it'll be next year. People, look out for Big Jeff. 98, number 98, number 98. He's a monster. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. I'll be sure to. I'll write that down. I'm. I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna watch him all game long. Yeah. Mar- Marquise Pouncey is an unbelievable uh, center. You know, but he better be ready. He better be ready. <laughs> I'm telling you, DeCastro, be ready. Be ready. <laughs> now, speaking of that Steelers offensive line for you, Jeffrey, they, they had an okay game last week. Like, obviously, uh, let up a couple pressures. Ben took a couple really big shots, which I know a lot of us uh, aren't too, too happy to see, but. Overall, they played a pretty good game against uh, against the uh, Texans. How do they match up better uh, against the Titans this week? Well, the right side of our line has been phenomenal the last couple of weeks. Uh, DeCastro being back, he was actually better even than than as much as Dotson. As much as rookie Kevin Dotson impressed us in week two, David DeCastro was exactly what you would expect. He was significantly better. Uh, Chukwuma Korfor. Did a great job against J.J. Watt. Really held his own there. We, we know he's got great feet. We know he's good against speed rushers. But he was handling J.J.'s power, too. He was taking power moves and just, just dealing with them. So the, the right side of our line is doing great. Pouncey has had really good games. Like, he, he had kind of a down year last year. This year, he looks really good. The problem is our left side of the line. Um, we, we got Alejandro Villanueva over there, and we've got – I just – I cannot remember his name. Matt now. Filer. Matt Filer, thank you. We got Filer. They are not playing well together. They don't seem to have a good chemistry built over there on the left side this year, even though they've played together before. And that's that's really the question mark there is what, what their right side can do. Um, that's Harold Landry. Uh, I don't know who they line up a defensive tackle over there because – but uh, – I don't think Clowney Clowney has been on the right no, side Clown, sometimes. Clowney's been our, is usually our left defensive end. Harold Landry's our right defensive end. Yeah. Jeffrey Simmons will line up in that spot where he's at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes be ready. They'll interchange him and Daquan sometimes. And Daquan, so. be ready. Okay. Yeah, so so really Harold Landry uh, and whoever they've whoever they line up a right defensive tackle, that's that's the matchup to watch out for. Because uh, I think the right side still is going to handle it. They're, the way they're playing is just – a core four may have a bad game. He may slow down, but right now he is playing phenomenal. Um, but what they were saying with their defensive line, the, losing Jarrell Casey, bringing in uh, Jadavian Clowney, what, what you see there is it seems like the off defensive line really doesn't have a good chemistry developed, doesn't have a good identity, doesn't have like, okay, you know, they don't have, they haven't figured each other and themselves out yet. Right. Uh, which is a similar problem they have in their secondary is just there's been some very key turnover. And they have those weaknesses, but the talent's there. The talent is matter. there, dude. Yeah. It is there. Yeah. I like Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons was my favorite when he was coming out in the draft. I was like, okay, that guy's a beast. Yeah. They, they've got so much talent there. Uh, people, people know I'm, I've always been a huge Bud Dupree fan, but Jadavian Clowney is like Bud Dupree before TJ Watt came around. Okay. Only better. Like he can drop into coverage, he can read the defense, he can blow up the entire side of a run game. Yep. He, he can take over like that side of the, of the board himself, but he's not—he's not a finisher, right? Yeah. He's a havoc causer. He's going to get in there and disrupt Thanks. things. He's going to mess you up. He's going to collapse your pocket. He can do all that stuff, but he's not really a finisher in the pass rushing game. Uh, yeah. 
And the only time we really saw Jadavion Clowney put up sacks, he was across from J.J. Watt, which is the same we've yeah. seen with Bud Dupree. Only time he's yeah. putting up sacks is when he's across from T.J. Watt. Gotcha. So, yeah. so we've got a we've got a great bunch of players. Uh, the question is, at what point in this season is that defense going to come together for the Titans and snap? You know, have the light come on, click, they figure themselves out, because then they're going to be that they're going to be nasty to deal with when that happens. Yeah. Now. Speaking of the entire Titans defense as a whole, uh, Jacques, I'll start uh, with you on this one. How do, how do they stop the Steelers' offense? What do they got to do to walk away with this victory? So, first of all, we have to make well, – of course, we're missing Dean Pease. We, we miss yeah. Dean Pease. That is the key player coach that was a key to our success last year on defense because Dean Pease was able to disguise your weakness. So, he was able to put you in places – that your strengths were. This year, what we're seeing is is Vrabel calling the plays. Uh, my linebackers coach Bowen is calling the plays. So there's no real in-game adjustments. What we're going to have to do with this game is we're going to first have to get pressure on Big Ben. That's the number one thing. And and you might have to get creative, like I said earlier, is putting all four of them on the field at the same time, literally. I mean, they're probably going to have to play 80% of the snaps just to get pressure on Big Ben. And then with us being so thin in the secondary, last year we went a lot of three safety sets. Literally, we had Amani Hooker, Vaccaro, and Byard back there. So that that helped out a lot. It brings down that extra safety. He can come in the slot or he can come in that linebacker a role if he needs to. This year we're not doing that as much. We're literally man here, cover two here, cover three, zone here. And to me, we're, we're not a good zone team. We're more of a good man team. We got Christian Fulton, the rookie. Who's made plays? He literally had an interception with the Jacksonville game. He had a sack last game. So I would like to see him get more involved and, and, and put him maybe on a chase play pool or um, um, give him a shot on. And I wouldn't say James because James is, is an incredible receiver. But we're really going to have to get creative with this game, especially with the preparation not being there, us not practicing. I mean, literally, we're going to have to do a lot of film studies. So for me, we're literally going to have to go back to the basics, literally. Hey, let's look at film how we, what we did last year. We had three safety sets. Okay, boom. Let's keep them out there. We need to get pressure. We got our four four beasts of, of, of our defensive line out there. And then our linebackers are going to have to step up and guard the tight ends and, and make tackles when it's time to make those key tackles and those run stops. Because, like I said, we've been weak in, the, in our run game. But uh, the key, man, is we're going to have to get back to the basics, literally. The basics is – Let's do what we did last year, and let's figure out how we can get the Dean. Mike Brable needs to be on the phone with Dean Pease right now, yep. <laughs> literally right now, and, and discussing and, and saying, "Hey, how do we get back on track?" Because right now we're struggling. So, yep. Now, Lorenzo, I'm going to specify this a little bit more. If if you could give me one position group that has to have a big game for this win on that defensive side of the ball, who who are those guys? It's, it's a, to me, man, it's a simple answer, man. It's the defensive line, man. It's the D-line. I'm telling you, if we can control Ben Roethlisberger, we rattle him, make him look like Ben Roethlisberger, right? We hit him a bit. <laughs> I think that would be huge for us, okay? Um, when Ben is untouched, Ben is incredible. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, it's no question. Ben, ben Roethlisberger is unbelievable. We know this, right? But, you know, again, if you go to the Jags game back in the playoffs several years ago, you know, Jacksonville was just said, smacking him around. He had been at one point thinking about retiring right after the game. As soon as the game was over, Bill was like, I don't know if I want to do this again. I just don't know. I'm like, wow, he's wow. I can't believe he's saying these things. So we have to get him in that mindset, right, to hit Ben Roethlisberger. It's got to come from our defensive ends. And as Jock alluded to earlier, we don't have Daquan Jones. 
We don't have Kamala Correa. We, we those are two guys. One Daquan being a starter, Correa plays a lot. So now we got our four best defensive linemen that, that can rush the passer. We hit them a bit, and you know that could rattle them. So our defensive line they have to play well because we're struggling on our secondary. We can't trust them. Our inside linebackers are having a terrible season too. So it's on our defensive line. It's, if Jeffrey Simmons has a big game, we're going to win this football game. If we can hit Roethlisberger, we can win. If we do not hit Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger and Eric Ebron are going to have a field day. Mark my words. I don't know the stats so far on Ebron. I'm, I know how good Ebron is because we played him every year with the Colts. And I know the tight end has always been a struggle for us. If you're in fantasy football and you have a tight end versus the Titans and he's on the bench, you better start him. I don't care who he is. It could be me out there, right? Start him. Start him. I'm telling you. But Eric Ebron and Ben Roethlisberger are going to have a field day if we don't hit Roethlisberger, man. I'm telling you. That's a fact. Mark my words, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I think Eric Ebron might be available in one of my leagues, so he is getting picked up. Sign him. <laughs> sign him. I guarantee oh, you. Sign him. For real. All right. All right. I'm holding you to it. <laughs> He'll have one touchdown, guaranteed. And that's okay. all you can ask for for a tight end. It really and is. Madison now, football. It's true. Yep. Uh, Jeffrey, um, Mike Vrabel is one of your favorite coaches I know across the entire NFL. What do you kind of expect from him and his game plan against the Steelers? This is this is uh, I've told you before. This is a game I'm picking the Steelers to lose. I'm still on that. Uh, this is one of those games where everything's against you. Uh, the the Steeler fans loved having a coach like Bill Cowher, who would just be like, you know what? We're going to do very basic things. We're going to get back to basics. They're going to know what we're doing, and it won't matter if we do it better. Uh, and Vrabel has that. Vrabel has that gumption, and he has that like stick your jaw out and just. Say, you know, screw everything. We're going to win this game no matter what. He has that kind of thing. And I think with their team and the situation they're in, it could actually be a benefit to have kind of a week off, get out of game planning, get out of what, you know, just planning for an opponent, go back a little bit to something simpler, go back to what your strengths are and just throw it out there and see what happens. I could see the Steelers coming out in this game. The defense has been good but not you know not solid it hasn't been all together and our offense is is getting it done sometimes and other times not really so i think i think you could see a game where the titans come out you know they get some rest they have some hard practices right before the day of the game come out keep the scheme simple and just go out and play football give the steelers trouble keep the game close and and that's that's their style that's that's when they win and I think Mike Vrabel is the exact kind of coach to to take a simple scheme that works against the Steelers. You know, Bel- Belichick's stuff he ran against us wasn't complicated. It just worked because it, it always did. And he knows that. He knows us from that. And he knows he knows how to deal with this kind of situation. So I think he is kind of the perfect coach for this game and situation where they shouldn't win. They're not getting to practice. The, 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 the field isn't even. The odds aren't good. But you just go out there and you play football better than the person across from you, and you're going to win the game. Now, we are getting to the top of the hour, um, and I, I do want to get to game predictions uh, and a couple other things really quick. But I would be remiss if I did not bring up T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree. Um, Hawk, why don't I start with you on this one? What are the Titans got to do to slow down uh, the Steelers' pass, r- pass rush who have uh, been rocking up the sack so far uh, three yeah. weeks into the year? Got you. And by the way, great comments by the subscribers here, man. Awesome, awesome comments, man. You guys are, you know, great job on the the comments here. Um, So, well, Taylor Lewan plays the question. Taylor Lewan left the last game with a shoulder injury. 
And so if he doesn't play, you know, I don't know if you guys know our first round pick was Isaiah Wilson. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Wilson's had a lot of issues, a lot of trouble. He's had COVID twice. Uh, he is he got arrested a few weeks ago. Uh, he was actually pulled over even about a month or so ago. Right now, he's a big guy that's acting like a 14-year-old child, just being honest. So he's not available. So right now, we're going with a guy named Ty Sombrello. Yeah, who is that, right? I don't know, right? right. The guy we just we signed uh, during the offseason from the Atlanta Falcons. He struggled against the Vikings last week. He did. Now, he got better as the game wore on, especially in the run blocking. But on pass blocking against T.J. Watt and Dupree, that's where the struggle is going to be if Taylor Lewan is not on the field. If Taylor plays, I think that'll be a pretty good matchup. I think him and T.J. Watt will battle. But Sombrello is the issue here. Bud Dupree, you know, against uh, um, uh, oh, John, the other. Yeah, Dennis Kelly. Yeah, Dennis Kelly. I like Bud Dupree in that matchup, too. I do. Mm -hmm. I'm more worried about T.J. Watt. Uh, I think he's more of a dynamic pass rusher than Bud Dupree. Uh, Bud Dupree, similar to Jadavion Clowney in a lot of ways. Uh, same size, same build, same type of a guy, right? T.J. Watt is my worry. Am I concerned? Yes, I am. I'm very concerned. Yes. The positive of Ryan Tannehill is that he gets the ball out quickly. He doesn't allow a lot of sacks. He's so not Mariota. Exactly. He's not Marcus Mariota. That is correct, sir. Mariota would have been sacked probably six times. That's that's a fact. So with you know Tannehill throwing the ball quickly, Hoping T.J. Watt just for a little bit, just to kind of keep him down. I think that'll be the strength for us. But he'll win the battle with Sombrello. So Steeler fans, we know about we know about T.J. Watt. He he will win that battle. Kick it over to you, Jacques. What do you think on this uh, matchup? I mean, talk Hawks on it. Like literally, like, and we got Sombrello. If if Taylor doesn't play, Sombrello's gonna have his hands full. Literally. I mean, last week he struggled and. and the Minnesota Vikings doesn't have a T.J. Watt on their defensive line. So that concerns me. My problem is we shouldn't have never got rid of, of, of Jack Conklin because usually in this situation, what will happen is Jack Conklin will, of course, be at the right tackle. We'll move Kelly in that left tackle role. Kelly's able to hold it down. I trust Kelly. Sambrello, no. And, and and like you guys said about Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree, he, he's just like Jadavion. Literally, he's going to finish when he needs to finish, but he's not that finisher. So – it, it, and, and something, a stat that, that people don't really know, fans, and the Steelers fans don't know, that Ryan Tannehill really hasn't been sacked. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a weird thing because he gets the ball out fast, but the pass protection has literally been lights out. I think he's been sacked maybe once or twice, but compared to last year when Mario was sacked 100,000 times, it, I mean, it's, it's, it, it compares night and day. So if, if Tannehill can get the ball out, and like Hawk said, if he can just hold him for just at least a couple of seconds, we will be fine. But if Sambrello plays, it's going to be a struggle. So, and it's also important to get the run blocking going as well. So, yeah, they worry me. But hopefully if Taylor play, Taylor LeJuan plays, I feel comfortable with the pass blocking. Yes, Watt will get pressure. Uh, but like I said, they've been good at their pass blocking, which I'm, I'm actually shocked. So, <laughs> Now we're right up, right up against it here, Jeffrey. Um, I, I think we can just dive straight into game predictions because I want to make sure everyone can plug their stuff. Um, I, I know you got the Titans in this one, but uh, what's your score prediction? Uh, Titans twenty three, Steelers twenty one. They keep okay. it close all game, and at the end, like the Steelers have been closing out every game with the ball. I think this is the game that changes. They let it stay close. Ben doesn't do what he needs to do to put this team away, and uh, they they take it over late with. With King Henry. Awesome. Now uh, we'll, we'll kick it down to, to Hawk on the next prediction. 
So me and Jacques had our prediction show before the season started, and we got to stay true to what we predicted. Uh, I actually had the Steelers winning this football game, ladies and gentlemen. I did. Of course, I want the Titans to win. I hope we win. I hope I'm wrong, very wrong. But I just think, you know, the fact that we're not practicing, that's an added fabric in this thing. Uh, you know, right now we have a lot of injuries. We have a lot of things struggling right now. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be a very close game. I think it'll be a very good high-scoring game, to be honest. So I'm actually going – Steelers 32, Titans 30. I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring football game. Wow. Now, Jock, kicking it down to you. I think I had the Steelers winning, too. I, I think I did. I, um, it's just the factors, man. And it, this doesn't help that all the COVID stuff happened. This doesn't help at all. And literally, I had us losing, even with game preparation. Um, but with the COVID stuff going on and not, prep, not being able to practice, I have us actually losing uh, 35 to uh, 24. So, all right, now for me, kicking, uh, ending it off here, tying a bow on it. I, uh, I kind of had the Steelers, um, Steelers going undefeated uh, into Baltimore was my kind of bold prediction for this year. So uh, I'm, I'm going to ride with that. Um, I'm going to say the Steelers win this one by field goal, uh, twenty. Uh, actually, it'll be a little bit less. Uh, we'll go with uh, twenty-one eighteen. Um, I, I think uh, with uh, your long snapper being out. Uh, uh, Steven Goskowski doesn't get the opportunity to kick a four straight game winner. Right. Um, so uh, the Steelers, uh, the Steelers come out and uh, end this game four and zero. Oh. Now, um, Jacques, I'll kick it down to you uh, right, uh, really quick here at the end. If you got, if you guys got anything to plug, Jacques, why don't you go first and Hawk uh, second? So Hawks, I plug, man. Go ahead and plug it, brother. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in on the show. Thank you for the comments uh, and everything. Uh, just me asked who's the best slot for our team, Adam Humphrey. So I'll answer that real quick. But I'd say, you know, again, um, for those that have, haven't heard of us, we are Tennessee Titans Weekly. And another thing in Pittsburgh, a lot of people say I look like Mike Tomlin, just bald. So I don't know. I get that a lot, y'all. When I was in Pittsburgh, I'm telling you, I got that a lot. So I don't know if y'all think that or whatever. I just want to throw that tidbit in there. But, um, if you like to subscribe to our channel, uh, you know, subscribe at Tennessee Titans Weekly. Uh, we're actually on Instagram at Tennessee Titans Weekly as well. You can contact us on email at Tennessee Titans uh, Weekly at gmail.com and on Twitter at Titans Weekly 24 7. Hey, man, we're, hey, we're active. And we I mean? also, also to, 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 to piggyback off a of hawk, we, we, we accept all subscribers, all NFL. We know our teams, we know every team in the NFL. So we do have. Jag fans that have subscribed to the channel. We got Chief fans who have subscribed yep. to the channel. Ravens fans. So definitely, we 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 friendly. We love we love football. We talk football. We live football. We believe football. So definitely, like you said, hit us up, man. We we, yep. we love it. This was fun. I, I really this was, enjoyed this. This was fun. Really we we love doing these type of shows. And about I know you spoke on the Ravens. I don't know how much you guys hate the Ravens. We hate, hate the, the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. We can't stand we can't stand the Ravens. <laughs> Nothing awesome. personally. We're just saying that's a rival, like a huge rival for us, man. Yes. Oh, but awesome. right, no, we, yeah. we don't have any love for them. <laughs> yes. Understood. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> All right. We, we're at the very top here, Jeffrey. I'm sorry. I, we're pretty much out of time on this one. Uh, you always got great film rooms coming out, so make sure you're checking that stuff out. We got Steeler Stack Geek coming out tomorrow morning, like uh, co-editor uh, Dave Schofield has said in the live chat, so make sure to check that out. Um, in the audio platform uh, for all our guests today. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Know Your Enemy. And whenever this game uh, kicks off, we'll be excited to break it down for, for, uh, for that game. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys, and have a great night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.